Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. He is the mayor of Clearview Township, my buddy Doug Measures. Doug, great to talk to you. Uh, how are things busy day yesterday in council? Hey, good morning, John. Yes, I, I tell you what, yesterday afternoon uh, we did have a special meeting of council uh, that dealt with uh, one specific topic, and that was our transportation study. Uh, and, and council made some decisions about uh, transportation in our community specifically to try to address some of this very troublesome and worrisome speeding that's been going on across our community. Right. You know, there's some pretty pretty nutty drivers out there sometimes that are quite, uh, you know, quite dangerous. And, and so we've, uh, we've had to make the decision that there are some speed reductions are going to happen in some roads around the township. And, uh, you know, we're going to see that the signs change from 80 to 60. Wow. In, in several places. So, uh, yeah, council, council heard from our experts. We had, uh, the transportation, uh, engineering guy from, uh, RJ Burnside engineering was there. Uh, our road authority, uh, Dan Perot was there, our, uh, director of public works. Uh, you know, we, we, we received quite a good report and council, uh, clearly, clearly heard from the public about, uh, their concerns for speeding in our community. So we've, um, we, we uh, had several resolutions. Uh, I don't want to go through them all right this second, but I can assure you that there's several roads that are going to be uh, changed uh, to 60 kilometers per hour in Cleary Township. Um, did it take such an, an exhaustive, and I, I'm going to assume, I don't know the price, but I'm going to assume expensive study to say if you want cars to slow down, just to slow down the, the speed limits? Well, there's, there is more to it than simply that. And yes, it, uh, it did cost some money. It's, it's not, you know, it's not outrageous. It's just more engineering work. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so it, uh, it's, I, you know, obviously when you spend tax dollars on something like that, I feel it's a good investment because council and, and the public now have some really good information. And we also have some other tools that we've also invested in, such as traffic calming, uh, policies and so on that, uh, that we're, we're going to be able to use to help us with traffic calming across the whole township. Um, so yes, there, there, there is a little bit of expense, but it's pretty, it, it's difficult because honestly it has to do with driver behavior. You know, uh, our roads are rural roads are wide open uh, country roads. And, you know, by the handbook back when we all got our driver's license, remember we learned that uh, a road that's uh, unmarked in the country would be 80 kilometers per hour. Right. Well, you know, we have an awful lot of those because there are an awful lot of wide open roads that are unmarked, and so they would be considered 80k. Well, yeah, people are doing 120, 123. I think was one of the one of the uh, recorded average speeds on a road. Like that's just terrible. We can't have that. So uh, you know, we we work with our OPP. We've got great evidence from them about the, the work that they've done and the, the enforcement actions that they do. But, you know, they are also limited in the number of officers that they actually can, can have doing, you know, traffic work. The OPP, you know, I don't blame them, but they have an awful lot of work to do outside of traffic responsibilities. They've got a whole other gamut of policing mm -hmm. that they have to handle as well. So all of those things are important to our community. But traffic, we did certainly hear from the public about their concerns for traffic and, and speed and, and dangerous situations. And so it's a, um, it's finally come to this. We did have quite a meeting yesterday about it, and I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased because council uh, certainly reacted to input from the public. Uh, councillors made some individual efforts to produce some uh, reports that were then presented to council about some of the areas within their various wards 
that uh, they have heard a lot of specific information about. And so I thought it was a very good meeting with a lot of good information and also demonstrated that uh, uh, we're all taking this seriously, that we have to deal with this traffic issue in our township. And so we've made the big step. How effective do you think this legislation is going to be when you, as you mentioned, you know, we all know it's on an unmarked road, it's 80. If guys are doing 125 right now, what's going to stop them from putting a sign saying it's 60? Okay. And again, uh, to, to be honest, John, and you know this, most Canadians are very, uh, you know, very good at, at uh, paying attention to signage, certainly traffic signage. Mm-hmm. We get some information. We put some signage out there. We add a, a bunch of signs that say 60 kilometers per hour. You know, uh, people will get the message. There will there will be people that will slow down. Let's just say that, uh, you know, if we if we, the target speed we're aiming for is actually a real 80 kilometers per hour. Right. If we put the sign out there at 60, people may be driving a little better than 60, perhaps. Uh, you know, it's certainly at the discretion of the OPP enforcement when they uh when they see somebody that's speeding above the posted speed limit uh as to whether or not they would actually enforce it or not but it's it's a uh enforcement's the biggest the biggest problem with the entire piece and so as i said i'm i'm, I'm not blaming the opp but i'm i'm supportive of of having enforcement i'm i'm also cognizant that it simply costs an awful lot of money an awful lot of taxpayers dollars go to already paying for OPP services, mm. and uh, you know we we have the OPP do more than traffic, and that's the key, you know. And and our community remains safe because we have such great OPP officers that that serve our community. So traffic is one of those concerns that certainly come to our attention and come to the to the to the attention of the of the public. And so we're putting our emphasis on changing the speed limits, and hope that uh, uh, it'll help to curb some of the driver behavior across our community uh, among the recommendations of course as you mentioned uh posting speed limits changing speed limits line painting uh when it yeah. comes to signage and line painting that's a whole other expense is that something you need to budget next year for or is that something you've already got money for yeah that's exactly the point actually john all of the recommendations that were made in yesterday's council meeting are recommendations that are all uh, based on the uh, deliberations of the 2022 budget, 2022 budget uh, process is going to start in November. We've got our uh, our schedule already set up. Our, I know our staff have already prepared a lot of information that's going to go into the staff uh, proposed budget. Councilors have already uh, indicated some indications that they have for for the council budget. So uh, yes, this this uh, these recommendations are going to form part of the presentation that the uh, public works department will be making to counselors and will include uh you know the the uh the dollars that would be required to change all these signs uh just just as a quick number uh, was presented to us in the meeting uh you know to change a sign to put up a sign uh you know with the, the labor hours and the uh, provision of equipment as well as uh any any work that has to be done, it's generally about $400, somewhere between $290 and $500, so in the average of $400 to install signs, uh, an individual sign anywhere in the township. So wow. that you know, it's just because that's the cost yep. of, of actually doing it, as well as sometimes you have to get little permits for yes. different signs because of uh, utilities that are underground, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, there's uh, that's the average cost. And so, um, if you think of the number of signs that we're now going to be adding, that's you know, mm. four hundred dollars per. 
uh, we could be looking at a significant uh, expense. Uh, council uh, has to approve the budget for this all to, to sort of come to, uh, you know, to finish and right. actually happen. But uh, again, as I said, I was very pleased with the meeting, the content of the meeting, the, the way councillors, uh, you know, thought about this material, made their own presentations about areas across the township. It was a, it was a, it was a good meeting, and and it also showed that uh, that our council is is uh, reactive to uh, the input from the public for sure. Yeah, there certainly was a lot of public input, and and a lot of people mm-hmm. concerned about this. So uh, wonderful that you got that study under your belt, and and now have uh, actions to move into for next year. Uh, bittersweet, we got to talk about the fact that this would have been pre-pandemic another small halls festival weekend oh boy john you're right you know you know that facebook a lot of talk about facebook the last couple of days that facebook gave me a a little facebook memory and i went oh wow Mm. look at that seven years ago you know small hall festival and some pictures came up so it's it's, uh you know starting to feel a little nostalgic because we haven't had small hall festivals out for a while because of this pandemic so i'm really really hopeful that we're going to be able to hold a small hall festival next year That'd be so exciting. Throughout the pandemic, Doug, a lot of festivals and events have been pivoting and moving sure. to on, online. Uh, no consideration to do that, or it just doesn't fit the genre of, of what Small Halls is about? Yeah, it's it's difficult for sure. Um, you know, there, it's it's about actually experiencing the hall, coming out mm-hmm. and, and seeing these beautiful small halls and seeing your neighbors and socializing, which, of course, we're social distancing, so it's kind of yeah. anti, uh, it's difficult for sure. But I, I, I do know this is that uh, certainly tourism uh, in the in the township, our tourism department has been uh, promoting a few events. And the one that's just started is the uh, Taste of Clearview. It's back. Uh, we did it last year, so we're doing it again this year. And thanks to uh, our local community sponsors, uh, Creamer Springs Brewery and the Duntoon Cidery that are supporting that, and all the, the great restaurants in our community that have you know both mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, restaurant service as well as takeout service. There's uh, some really great uh, features available. So go to discoverclearview.ca and you'll see all about the uh, the uh, Clearviewlicious and Clear. Clearviewlicious. I think that's not the right word. It's the <laughs> it's the taste of clear. Taste of Clearview. <laughs> I'm go. sure it's going to be Clearview-licious, though. Uh, maybe it will be. I don't know. <laughs> Doug Measures is the mayor of Clearview Township. Thank you for joining us once again here in Talk of the Town. Always great to talk to you, John. You have a great day. Bye-bye. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.